At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw on a beautiful Monday morning in downtown Las Vegas at the Circus Studio. Uh, we'll talk some NFL draft coming up this hour. Talk about wide receivers and the order you think they'll be taken in. Maybe a little bit about the top three or four picks as well. Only one game on the ice tonight. We'll talk about that at the end of the program as well as some soccer action coming up tomorrow. Preview a little Champions League. Uh, baseball obviously on the card in a game. First pitch in about five minutes in Kansas City, ending up that four-game series between the Gardens and the Royals. But first of all, the NBA playoffs are set. We know who's in the playoff games. We know the seedings, and let's start there. The two 8-7 matchups happen on Tuesday night in the East. Cavs at Nets in the West, Clippers at T-Wolves. Let's start in the East in Brooklyn. The Nets, an eight-point favorite over the Cavs with a total of 229 them all. Yeah, this is an interesting number here. I thought it was a little bit high in terms of where it came out at 8.5. Remember, these two teams just met recently uh, back on April 8th. Uh, Brooklyn wins that one by 11 points. I don't know, Mike. I, I feel like this number's a little bit high for a postseason game. I think it's going to be a far more competitive game. Cleveland really has had a nice season, and I think far from what people expected out of them. Oh, yes, I think they've definitely overachieved. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar in this format, 10, 9, 8, and 7 play into the 7 and 8 seeds in the conference. This 8-7 loser will host the 10-9 winners on Friday night. The 10-9 games happen on Wednesday, so they have a day less rest going into that elimination game on Friday. And then all these teams play on Sunday 
in the first round of the NBA playoffs. In the West, the Los Angeles Clippers are in Minneapolis taking on the T-Wolves in the 8-7 game. T-Wolves, a two-and-a-half-point home favorite them all with a total of 230-and-a-half. Yeah, I think this number's right where it should be. You've got to favor Minnesota here despite coming off the loss against Chicago yesterday, but I don't think that was a game they were too concerned with. We saw some of these games with high totals and them get there still yesterday. But I like Minnesota the way they played, and number ticking up to three now was two and a half earlier. I think this number, the move is correct, but I don't think once you, if you potentially touch the three and a half, I think you have to start looking the other way. I think it's going to be a tight competitive game. And to me, if you're going to play this one, I would look at the money line here because I think in these games where it's going to come down to a possession or so, could be the difference in covering or not. He will lane 145 on the money line. Let's fast forward to Wednesday now. Um, the first game in the East at 4 o'clock from Atlanta. 10-seeded Charlotte Hornets, who have not exactly been defensive juggernauts the last two weeks of the season, taking on the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks, a four-and-a-half-point home favorite of them all. Total here, 238-and-a-half. Um, I'm looking towards the home team here. I think a little bit more experience. You mentioned it. Atlanta's got some concerns. Excuse me, Charlotte has some real concerns defensively. They did limit Washington to 108 points, uh, but other than that, I, I would be concerned about backing the Hornets because of their lack of defensive prowess. And then in the 6:30 game Pacific time uh, from New Orleans, so a, a late local tip there. The San Antonio Spurs, who got in as the 10 seed, take on the Pelicans, the 9 seed. All the Pelicans laying five here at home with a total of 229. You know, when you look at the New Orleans team, and if they had Zion in the lineup with McCollum, Ingram, and Valachunas, I think this team's got a pretty good core there. They could be dangerous. Brandon Ingram, to me, is an underrated player. Uh, five's high number for me to lay in this spot. Give San Antonio a ton of credit the way they played down the stretch. I thought they had a great win at Denver a few nights ago. But I, I just don't think they can go into New Orleans on the road and win this game. Let me ask you this. Last year... We saw the only uh, seed from the 9-10 line was Memphis got into the bracket. Mm -hmm. This year, is it more likely that a team from the East or the West will come out of the 10-9 game to get in the bracket? Uh, I think the likelihood would be a team from the uh, West because I think New Orleans could be that team. I thought the acquisition of McCollum improved them drastically. I think Minnesota or the Clippers are very vulnerable. I don't think any of these teams are overwhelming. If it's, uh, if it's New Orleans... Um, at Staples against the Clippers on Friday night, what would you make that number? I would say Clippers uh, two and a half or three. And you give New Orleans a good shot to win that game. I do, yeah. All right. Uh, before we get on to look at the matchups uh, between the, the three sixes and four fives and look at those series, you mentioned on Friday about betting the final day of the regular season in the NBA and looking at overs. Yeah. Overs ended up going 11-4 and four yesterday. And one of the games missed by a singular point um, – Nobody plays defense. I don't know, you know, the Lakers game last night, there was 138 points scored in the first half. I think some of these games, you just take a shot, and if you watched any of the Lakers games, I, I can tell you right now, people have run fives and played in games where there's more defense than was being played in the Lakers-Nuggets game yesterday. <laughs> I, haven't st I stopped watching the Lakers after the All-Star break. I, it, was, it was great watching Stu Lance talk over Billy McDonald every time. All right, let's get on to the series is and maybe the most competitive series in the first round will be in the East, the 4-5 matchup. 76ers, the 4-seed against the Raptors, the 5-seed. Amal, series price here, 76ers, minus 185 to advance the Raptors, plus 150. Give me your overview of this series. I give a slight edge to Philadelphia, but I'm going to tell you what's going to be crucial depending on how many games this series goes. Matisse Thibel is not going to be able to play in uh, Philadelphia. 
excuse me, in Toronto. Um, and I think that's going to make a difference. This is a very balanced Toronto team, a team that has five uh, scores that average 15 points or better. I've never seen a team that's flown under the radar more that's had a very competitive season in the Raptors at 48 and 34, three games behind this Philadelphia team. I get people are going to point to Harden and, of course, Joel Embiid. But to me, watch out for the Raptors here. I, I think they're very dangerous in this series. Saturday at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 o'clock local time, will be game one in Philadelphia. In that game specifically, the 76ers are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Total them all, 217-and-a-half. A little bit of a high number here. I, I, I like uh, Toronto on the points. The one thing I'm looking forward to, Mike, is, first of all, I would advise if you're going to bet totals, kind of compare them to the regular season numbers. See what the difference in shading is. You're going to see games that are far more competitive. Uh, I don't think you'll see a, some of the calls that you see throughout the course of the regular season. It's one of my biggest issues with the NBA is the way they officiate games. Um, I think you'll see a bit of a change in that in the playoffs. Things that are basic fouls, 30 feet out, will change. Uh, but I, I think the Raptors are very much a live dog here. With the Thibault angle not being able to play in Toronto, and you think Toronto have an advantage uh, in that spot, would you take a look at the 76ers in seven at plus 320? I was actually thinking more Raptors in six. Mm. I think there's a possibility here. That, that price is plus 475. Yeah, I, I think Toronto's got a great shot in this series. Up to 550. And uh, I, I think that's very possible. You know, if there's a series in the first round, Mike, that could go seven games, I think this one and the Denver-Golden State are probably the more likely ones. So I think you definitely have to consider the seven games with uh, Philadelphia here at home against Toronto in that spot. All right, let's move on to the other matchup in the East. The Bucks end up with the three seed, probably the most favorable first-round matchup, hosting the Bulls. Heavy price on the on the Bucks here to advance, minus $7. Take back $5 on the Bulls. I can't. I don't know if you can find me a price on the Bulls that I'd take. It have to. It have to be about twenty to one. I think that's a cheap price. Yeah, I do too. On Milwaukee, I think the Bucks. Here's the question I have for you. Forget discussing yeah. this series. Is this a four game series or a five game series? Bucks and Bucks and four is plus three eighty. Bucks and five is plus two twenty five. You could bet them both. I think so. <clears throat> I, I really can't see this uh, Chicago team, particularly the way they play down the stretch being able to get more than one game in this series. And remember, travel is so minimal if you're unfamiliar with the distance. Trip. It's a bus trip from Milwaukee to Chicago. So I think that's huge for uh, the Bucks. And, Mike, when you look at the longevity of the playoffs, theoretically you can play up to 28 games. If you're Milwaukee and you can shave two, potentially three games off your season, that's a huge edge as you go down the stretch. Game one uh, is in Milwaukee. Noon Pacific time, 2 p.m. local time on Sunday. Bucks are favored by nine and a half a mall with a total of 229 and a half. Uh, nine and a half? Mm-hmm. For in game one. And you said 229 and a half? Yes. I, I like the under there, but I like Milwaukee in game one. I, I just think they're playing extremely well overall. This is where they're going to thrive in the playoffs. We haven't talked a lot about them. We keep talking about Brooklyn, you know, some of the other teams potentially, Miami, uh, Philadelphia. But I think Milwaukee, the defending champions, will be right there. Mike, I'm looking at the series spread at minus two and a half games. Um, wouldn't you just be better served betting? What's the price on uh, it? It was minus 120. I think that would be even heavier. Well, wouldn't you just be better served betting uh, Milwaukee in in the uh, plus 225 or plus $3, mm-hmm. 4-0 or 4-1, same thing? Yes, because you got the you have the shot at the at the 4-0. make gives yeah. you a nicer payup. Yeah, exactly. You could, you could lock up if that happens about plus 135. Yeah. Instead of minus 120. Right, exactly. On that price. Uh, 
the thing is you lose two bets compared to one. And that's that's that that's the other side Fair. of the coin. Uh on one of the two series in the West that has a series price. I didn't see any Jazz Maverick price, but Nuggets Warriors, the Warriors series price minus two dollars. Nuggets plus one seventy five, as you say, could be very competitive. Only plus one seventy five on a six seed there. Yeah, I think this Denver team's got a shot. They played well despite their injuries throughout the course of the season. This should be a fun one to see. I, I think, Mike, this is going to be a series that could be extremely competitive. Um, th- this is one like the Toronto-Philly one that could go potentially seven games here. Yeah, I'm looking here uh, at the prices for for uh, the Western Conference. <sighs> Suns, plus 110. Wow. Very heavy favorite. Your next choice is the Warriors at plus 425. Grizzly six to one, Maz Jazz ten to one, and Nuggets twelve to one. What do you think comes out of the Jazz Mavs series? Mavs I have think home the Mavs court. do. The Mavs ended up getting home court, right? Yeah. I think the Mavs do. Are you going to tell me the Jazz has just been so disappointing? To <laughs> they have, but you know, you know, Mister uh, Fake Back Injury, uh, Luca. I, I, look until he plays defense. Until he's a two way player, I'm not going to back. Him. Uh, well, I'm not going to bet the series. But if you told me you have a thousand dollars, you have to bet it. I take the Mavs. Want more NBA insight? Check out the Hardwood Handicappers podcast. VEASAN senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel looks at all the angles for the games to determine who is playing, what kind of a situation is a team in, and every other aspect of the matchup. There are a ton of great opportunities in betting the NBA on a nightly basis during the regular season. It's a massively fun league with the greatest athletes on the planet, and we can make some money on it, I guess, next regular season. Hardwood Handicappers podcast is free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast. Up next, Major League Baseball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, 
making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? We mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen nicotine pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is Amal, an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Let's turn our attention to Major League Baseball from a macro perspective before we get into today's games. Anything stand out to you so far in the first weekend of the season? Yeah, I've been impressed with the Mets offense. I, I think this team has kind of shown, hey, we're going to be able to score some runs this year. I get it was against Washington, but still, give them a ton of credit for what they were able to do offensively. I think that's going to be something to pay attention to. Also, the Yankees, a bit of a concern getting guys on base and getting them in. Too many strikeouts are going to be a concern with this team throughout the course of the season. Uh, can somebody pitch behind Garrett Cole? And then I, I think uh, the other thing to pay attention to is some of these teams right now, like the Atlanta Braves without Acuna in the lineup. Man, I, I get one series, but I was not impressed with their performance against the Reds. I was a little bit impressed with the Reds, though. Yeah. You know, they didn't make boneheaded mistakes. They got enough pitching um, to go down there to Atlanta and off to a good start. How about trends, though, or one-way plays? Saturday, Amal, 14 of the 15 games went under. Really? Yes. And yesterday, there were nine teams that entered yesterday that hadn't had a win. They went eight and one. Wow. So only only Tampa Bay now. Only the Tampa or only Baltimore. Tampa Bay's the only undefeated team. Baltimore the only team uh, without a win. Game underway here, and I'm kicking myself because I thought Savali was cheap here in this spot. Uh, Guardians at Royals, top of the first tier. Guardians got their first two runners on. Carlos Hernandez on the bump. For the Royals, Aaron Savali on the hill for the Guardians. Cheap favorite here, only 108 road favorite, eight and a half total. I said to somebody after after Saturday, well, you got to take a hard look at the Guardians' first five unders. They don't score and they pitch. And he, he played it yesterday. I think it was 13 to five at the end of five. Well, it was over in the first two innings. Yeah, it was try 10 to nothing. It was they 10, scored 10 yeah. nothing. Yeah, exactly. After scoring one run in 19 innings the first two days. By the way, Carlos Hernandez on the mound tonight, yeah. eighth lowest strike rate in baseball. 
I mean, this guy. It, it was just three and zero. Yeah, what game one? He, you know, he got that three and one call right now. It's runners on first and second. Yeah, the automatic. As long as you're you're inside the batter's box area. You know, as an umpire, I, I, I old umpire taught me that, that at the collegiate level, he said, and this I was coming up an umpire, and he said, why give the strike three and zero? That prolongs the game. Let's get on to the next hitter. The widest zone should be in your first pitch. Get strike one in there. That moves the game more than anything. Wow, that's a great comment. Right? So accurate. The three and zero, yeah. where it's like, even if it's in the area code, you give it to him. Yeah. Why is that? Why is it? Have a little wider zone on the first pitch. That's something I've never heard before. Bases but I think it's really... nobody out for the Guardians here, top of the first. Yeah, but in today's baseball, that could be a strike on a ground ball. The third, next thing you know, you don't score. All right, let's move on here, Amal, to games we could still bet on pre-flop. Two ten p.m. Pacific time at Comerica. Red Sox at the Tigers. Michael Wakia against Matt Manning. Red Sox, 1-2. and two. Tigers, 1-2. and two. Rich Hill now. We've got a substitution of him. Maybe the line has changed. I still had Waka 15 minutes ago. Rich Hill uh, for the Red Sox. Uh, Manning for the Tigers. We've got a number. 120 on the Sox. Take back a dollar on the Tigers at DraftKings. Total 9.5. Just a little bit to the over here. Manning... One of those young arms for the Tigers we're looking to see improve this year. Yeah, not a great start to his career so far, but, uh, you know, this is a guy with 18 starts uh, with 85 innings pitch. We'll see how he's able to do it. Comes in with a 5.8 ERA. Rich over the hill. No, this is it's guy. Walker again. I think it was always Walker. I well, do. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> where, where are we getting this wrong information from? Uh, uh, that, that's not important. All but, we need to know is if you have a play on the game. I do not. Of course not. All right. Of the, course, uh, sorry, Bookie's best friend. Yeah, but I, I didn't think this would be a spot for you here. Yeah, correct. Too early in the season with two teams we haven't seen much from. Fox Sports 1, the only nationally televised game today, features the team you've been impressed with so far. The Mets and the Phillies in a battle atop the NL East. Key early season series. Tyon Walker for the Mets. Ranger Suarez for the Phillies. Phillies $1.50 here. It feels a little high to me, Amal, with a total of nine juice to the over. Yeah, this Mets team, 19 runs in the first four games. Philadelphia comes out 2-1, and one, gets clipped yesterday by the A's 4-1 to one here. Um, I would be looking at the dog here against Ranger Suarez with Walker. I'm not a big Walker guy, but I think the uh, price at plus 130 is one you could look at the Metropolitans at. I, I, you know, I make numbers. I look at the pitching matchup, and I make numbers before, and I sure. go and I look at the number. I had this game at 130. It just, it just feels high to me here. I, I'm with you. Yeah. A uh, pair of 2-1 and one teams meet tonight at Yankee Stadium. 7.05 local time, 4.05 Pacific. Alec Manoa against Jamison Tyen. Tyen, a small home favorite here, uh, $1.20. Total nine juice to the under them all. Yeah, this is an interesting boy. Toronto blew a great opportunity mm. yesterday, huh? They had, yeah. what, 6-0 or 6-1 lead, and they blow that game. After coming back from 6 nothing down on the on opening but day. But this, this is why you hedge in so many of these spots, right? You could have gotten uh, uh, Texas plus 1,000 easily in the in-play early on. And you, you're off the board there. I want to see how Tyone does. This is a crucial game for him in terms of kind of setting a tone for the season. He's a guy, to me, listed as a number five starter, number four starter, but could have an impact on this Yankees team going forward. I like his talent. His big question mark is can he stay healthy? Uh, no play here, but this is going to be an interesting one. By the way, Fran Mill Reyes uh, goes 6-4-3. <laughs> did they get a run in? They did get a run in. Oh, that's a, that might be all Savali needs. Uh, so you could probably you probably get the first five under at like six and a half there, and you'd be in great shape right now. Um, Padres open the season three and one down in Arizona, taking on the Giants, who took two out of three from the Marlins. Nick Martinez on the bump tonight for the Friars. Alec Wood, one of our uh, guys we like to fade on the mound for the Giants. Giants 
$1.45 home favorite here tonight. I'm all with a total of eight and a half juice to the under. I'll tell you one thing that seems to remain status quo. These bullpens can't be trusted. Giants blow the lead 4-2 on opening day. Somehow come back from behind as the Marlins blow one in the bottom of the ninth. Then they managed a singular run on Saturday and three runs yesterday. I think the Giants are going to struggle to score runs most of the year. How many runs are they going to get for Alex Wood in this game is what I would question. Yeah, I think I like under here eight and a half. Although I take a look at Martinez early and maybe make an end game play. We talked about the Orioles, the only team without a win. Boy, the Brewers were almost 0-3 as well. They rallied from 3-0 down yesterday at Wrigley Field to beat the Cubs. I was beginning to throw away all my tickets I have on them with the, the parlay and my Peralta ticket. He gave up the homer in the first inning. Um, Hauser today against Bruce Zimmerman for the Orioles. Brewers, $1.50 road favorite them all, total 9 you know, I thought that was a pretty decent spot, even though the Brew Crew had to come from behind in that matchup against the Cubs. I didn't think they would get swept in that spot there, but um, this is a team that obviously a lot of people have interest in. I think they should be able to take care of business against uh, Baltimore on the road. This Orioles team's going to struggle, and speaking of a team struggling, Mike, you asked me which team, you, what you saw. Yeah. Outside of the two ninth innings for the Arizona Diamondbacks against the Padres, this team is in trouble offensively. I wasn't sure they're going to get a hit off any of the starters for the Padres this weekend. <laughs> Pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. But who was this kid that, that Melvin brought in in the ninth inning of the opening night? The kid that had pitched in Japan, and he didn't get anybody out. Walk, walk, hit batter. Well, look, I'm not going to sit there and indict a guy based on one appearance, but it's going to be something to pay attention to as you go forward. How effective can this team be? All right, our favorite team to fade, the Athletics, who salvaged one game out of that series and Philadelphia, they head south to the beautiful Trop to take on the 3-0 Rays. Paul Blackburn goes for the Athletics. Luis Patino for the Rays. Rays a huge home favorite here. 215, total 8.5 juice to the over. Yeah, I'm never interested in laying this type of number with the Tampa Bay Rays. I just don't trust them offensively. Uh, the A's are a team, as we talked about, they're going to scuffle all year. They did get four runs, but that was at a hitter-friendly ballpark in Philadelphia. Most of the series, they struggled all weekend long, just managing a total of 11 runs in the three games. All right, let's go to Atlanta. The Nats, who haven't shown much offense so far this year, taking on the Braves. It's going to be Josh Rogers on the hill for the Nationals. Uh, Wynoa on the hill for the Braves. Braves, another big favorite here today. 220 them all. Total 9.5, juice to the under. Yeah, uh, big price here. Boy, I'm not ready to lay 220 with the Braves. I'm not... I think you either take a shot with the Nationals at the plus 180 or you don't play this game. Uh, you could potentially take the run line here with the Nationals plus a run and a half minus 110. Mariners at Twins. Been a low-scoring series so far. Chris Flexen goes for the Mariners who've won two of the first three. Dylan Bundy takes the mound for the Twins. Twins, $1.25 favorite with a total of nine juice to the over. Amal. Yeah, Twins blowing the game on Saturday in the ninth inning, giving up a couple of runs after they got two in the bottom of the uh, eighth inning here. Critical game if you're going to make a push at all in this uh, division. I think you got to win these types of games. You know, you don't want to start a season series at home one and three. I think a good opportunity with Bundy on the mound tonight uh, for them against Flexen. Not a bad price on the Twinkies at minus 125. Marlins uh, go from San Francisco down to Anaheim. Elizer Hernandez for them. Facing off against Michael Lorenzen for the Angels, who are one and three after their four-game series with the Astros. Angels, the dollar forty home favorite with a total of nine and a half. Of them all. Yeah, no play here. I got to see some consistency on both sides. Uh, I want to see how this Marlins offense does now, getting away from the Giants' pitching staff. 
Logan Webb did a great job in the opener. Uh, overall, this team pitched well against the Fish. Let's see how they do going forward. All right, when we come back, we'll take a look at the NFL draft from a wide receiver perspective. And the ATP is in Monte Carlo. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Our all-digital Major League Guide at vcin.com is available now. And Adam Burke has futures, team previews, and best bets for all 30 teams, plus the wonderful world of Jason Weingarten's Major League Baseball future bets, trends, and more. Sign up today and get full access to vcin through the NFL Draft for only $19 at vcin.com slash spring welcome back into odds on mike palm here with amal shaw a guardians punch another run through in the top of the first two nothing bottom of the first runner uh oh it threw a runner out at second so two outs and nobody on uh savali now minus one 109 pregame you can get him now at minus 270 in game with a two nothing lead amal well the the royals are challenging that throw out of second base so, so it'll we'll be suspended what... here the yeah, game bet will be suspended until uh I you thought, have you been watching with audio any of these games? I thought they were going to have long explanations of these calls from the crew chiefs. I haven't seen one yet. I, I don't know, but looking at it from the first live action, I thought for sure he was safe. We'll see what the call here is. And No, he's out. That's not enough to overturn it, Amal. All right, let's move <laughs> on to the NFL, which pays all the bills here at VEASAN. Talk about the draft. Something we haven't talked about, wide receivers. And your university, Ohio State, was rich with them last year. So let's take a look at this prop first. Who will be the first wide receiver taken in the upcoming NFL draft? You have co-favorites mm-hmm. in Garrett Wilson from Ohio State and Drake London from USC, both at plus 125. The clear third choice is Jamison Williams from Alabama, plus 550. Traylon Burks from Arkansas, 12 to 1. Ohio State's Chris Olave, 18 to 1. Sky Moore from Western Michigan, 50 to 1, as well as Christian Watson from North Dakota State, 50 to 1. And Jahan Dotson from Penn State, 50-1. to 1. Your thoughts, Amal? I think Wilson will go first to the Jets, potentially at number four or at number eight. Remember, the Jets have two first-round picks, so something to pay attention to there. I think Drake London will be the second receiver off the board. Williams potentially would have been the first receiver off the board. Remember, he's dealing with a torn ACL. And then you got Burks out of Arkansas. I like bigger receiver. You know, I know a lot of people like Olave, and I hope I'm wrong on him. I, he's a great route runner. I, I just don't see... The love for Olave the same way. By the way, Mike, he was safe. Bad call. No, it was very, not. It was the correct bad. call. Very bad call. <laughs> yeah, I get you're defending your very, former very, umpires, very but it bad. was obvious he was safe. Very, very bad call. Um, anyway, to me, <laughs> I, I'm not as high on Olave. I like Jahan Dotson out of uh, Penn State. I, I think Wilson's going to be an absolute stud. I think Drake London's size, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be another impactful player. You mentioned the Ohio State receiver room. Think about this in 2020. Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, and Chris Olave in the same receiver room. All these three guys are probably going to go in the first 32 picks. As good as the wide receiver core from LSU three years ago. Jamar Chase and um, and uh, who's the kid at uh, Minnesota? I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. No, not as good as them, uh, but I, I think a very good group. Look, they all have different talents, whereas those two guys, especially Chase, I think he was just a complete receiver. Think about this. Jamar Chase didn't even play his junior year. He just sat out, and he was still the fifth pick in the draft. 
didn't disappoint, actually probably exceeded expectations. So I, I don't know if those guys would be as good, but I think Garrett Wilson's a terrific receiver and Drake London's strong. All right, let's look at it from this perspective. Number of wide receivers taken in the first round. The number's five and a half over minus 160 under plus 130. I'll go over. I think you're going to have Wilson, London, Williams, Burks, Alave, and Dotson go in the first round. Dotson as well. Yeah. I think Jahan Dotson's terrific. For some reason, Penn State has had, hasn't had an efficient quarterback since probably Kerry Collins played there. So you're going to have to get one of the 50-to-1 shots to go in the first round, in addition to the first five to go over the Well, the 50-to-1 you're talking about is first wide yeah, yeah, receiver right, taken. But they're grouped together, I'm saying, at 50-to-1. Yeah, I think Dotson's a terrific playmaker. You can use him on some jet sweeps. He can do a lot of different things. I, I think he was a guy who would have probably gotten more credit uh, from a broader perspective if he had somebody that could get him the ball consistently well. All right, you think Garrett Wilson will go first at plus 125? I do. To the Jets at yeah. four or eight. So yes. how would you attack this? There, You have three options here. Would you take him to be first at plus 125? Would you take him to be in the top five at plus $6? Or would you take him to be in the top 10 at minus 115? I would take him. Or all three. Yeah, the. Um, you win all three if the Jets pick him fourth. Yeah, I, I would not go with that one because they could potentially take a receiver a little bit later on with that second pick at eight. But to me, I would look at Wilson going in the top 10. So minus 115 yeah. would be the best bet. If it's not Wilson, it's London. I believe so. First? Okay. Drake London's an all-airport guy. This guy's tough as hell. Played eight games for the Trojans last year, 88 catches. Uh, to me, he's terrific. London has similar odds. He's also 6-1 to one to go in the top five, and he's minus 110 to be taken in the top 10. He's a guy that's going to come down to preference. Whichever team prefers which guy. Do you prefer Wilson? Do you prefer London? London, the, London, the bigger bodied guy. Wilson, probably, in my opinion, in terms of catching the ball at the apex, as good as there is in college football. Do you think uh, Jamison Williams will be the third wide receiver taken? I don't know. I like Traylon Burks a lot. I think Williams is terrific. The problem with Williams is that knee injury. How do you see that if you are a team evaluating him? That's the one area of concern. He's got great speed. And if you've got a quarterback, I'm not taking Jamison Williams. If I don't have a quarterback, then throw the deep ball. All right, let's switch focus to tennis. Uh, I want to start with a tweet you had. Uh, Pam Maldonado, who first was introduced to this network by Gil as an elections expert. Now she's uh, a golf expert, a tennis expert, many sport expert. Well, I don't know why you criticize her. We got 19 other jack of all I'm trades, not, master of criticize. none here. I'm, I'm trying to set oh, the stage got it, for got it, got it. Okay. who may not have heard of her. Um, she, she works for Yahoo with Frank Schwab. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I mention her when we do some of the interviews with him. But, and, and she's a frequent guest, guest on this network. She had a conversation about tennis that she tweeted out from her Yahoo show, and you responded to it. I thought it was very good. You'd like to summarize? Well, I just basically, they said, you know, Alcarez is potentially a better hardcore player. No, he's not. Because if we're playing on hardcourts of Flushing Meadow, he is not going to be a favorite over Daniil Medvedev. He's not going to be a favorite over the Joker. And if Rafa's healthy, he's not going to be a favorite over him. Just because he's beaten up on a bunch of guys that are not particularly great, to me, he's a guy. Zverev would be a favorite over Matt, uh, Alcarez on hard courts. Yeah, the text out of their out of their uh, video was, "Do you favor him on on hard, hard court courts or clay?" Plate. Right. Right now, if Novak isn't in shape. And if Rafa's not playing, he's a guy. And remember, Dominic team dealing with injury. He's one of the three or four best clay court players. He's not one of the three or four best hard court players in the world. ATP is in Monte Carlo for a 1,000 level event. What does that mean, a 1,000 level? 
ATP's got the four majors, obviously. You know, we know Australia, French Open, uh, Wimbledon, and then, of course, the U.S. Open. But then when you get below that, they have nine ATP Masters 1000 series. Players are required to play in them as long as they're healthy. These are generally held in prominent places. We saw you have the Sunshine Double playing at Indian Wells of 1000 series, the one in Miami, Monte Carlo, Rome. Montreal. Uh, Montreal. Uh, that's a... Montreal, is it Toronto or Montreal? Yeah. I get it mixed up. The Cincinnati. Women's, Cincinnati, yep. yeah, Western and Southern <laughs> Open. And then, of course, you have one in uh, China as well later on in uh, Shanghai. But major tournaments, big money at stake. The prize money usually is the first prize of a million dollars. This should be a terrific clay court opportunity for him. Mike, he's got a great chance to win this tournament because you don't have Rafa there, uh, who's only won this thing, I think, about 11 times. All right, so he's the second choice, Alcarez. And we talked about Who's it. the first choice? Is Djokovic at 250, plus 250, Alcarez plus 275. You know, I, I don't think I don't I don't think Novak should be this price right now simply because Novak hasn't played. As great of a talent as he is, he's a guy that's got to play and he's got to be healthy. Um, you know, the one guy unfortunately is missing due to injury is Dominic Team, very dangerous, and he was a guy you would have expected to be able to break through on the clay court. But Alcaraz, probably a guy growing up in Spain on the clay courts, should be uh, very effective, and he'll have a chance really to test himself if he were to face Joker in the finals here. That'd be interesting to see. There's some interesting props on this. How about Novak Djokovic stage of elimination? If he gets beat in the quarterfinal, two to one. Third round, five to one. Second round, six to one. Semifinal, plus six fifty. If he's the runner-up, plus seven dollars. So you can bet him to lose to Alcaraz in the final, or it could be someone else. But Alcaraz over Djokovic would give you seven to one. Yeah, it's pretty good odds there. And what I like about that bet is, remember, if Joker tends to retire in some of these matches when he's losing, when it's a non-major. And so this you're still going to cash elimination. Yeah, exactly. Stage of eliminations. You got an opportunity to cash there. Something to pay attention to. Mike, I don't know what he's going to do. I'm not worried about his fitness level. From a fitness standpoint, him and Rafa are the two fittest players on the men's tour. Um, but can he play with that level of consistency? No matter how much you practice, it's just never the same as when you get into a match situation. Remember, these are only best of three sets, though. How about to win the tournament without dropping a set? Carlos Alcaraz, 12-1. to 1. I wouldn't take that. Those are good numbers, but you figure he's going to get through some of these matches. You know what? It really comes down to about two matches. So actually, it's not. Actually, I, I, I want to amend my statement. I would actually look at that at twelve to one. That's a pretty good play there because it's not five sets; it's three. It's it's three exactly. Uh, and then one other thing: if Djokovic is out some for some reason, mm -hmm. he's out before let's say the quarters or the semis. Who would be the biggest threat to Alcaraz? Tsitsipas, Zarev, Rude, Sinner, Rublev, Schwartzman. Uh, Schwartzman's struggling a little bit so far this year on the clay courts. Mm -hmm. Hasn't played particularly well. Rude can be dangerous. Hasn't had a good season. Sitsipas has been inconsistent throughout the year. You know, look, Zev and Sitsipas are dangerous. Sitsipas had a 2-0 lead on the Joker at the French Open final. So he's a guy that you got to pay attention to here. I think he's one that could be dangerous. But I, I think probably... Um, I would have to go with Sitsipas just because he's probably the next best clay court player going right now. All right, when we come back, just one game on the ice tonight. Really heating up in the race for playoff position in the NHL in the West, and we'll have our plays.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NBA playoffs start this weekend, and right now, Bet Rivers has an incredible offer. Place a $25 wager or more on any team to win the NBA Finals and receive a $5 free bet for every playoff series they win. Can Milwaukee repeat? Does Golden State have another title run in them? You make the call and get a $5 free bet when your team wins a series. Go to BetRivers.com to see the current odds and get your free bets. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here. With Amal Shaw. Amal, uh, any plays today for us? No, I don't have any. Do you have any? I do. I do have two plays. Uh, let's start out in the, one, in the one major soccer game that's going on in the world today. Uh, in Spain, Valencia and Rayo going at it. I'm going to take an under in this game. 
uh, for two units. I know I have to lay the uh, the dollar forty. I'd rather take two and a half minus one forty. I also saw two plus one ten. I'd rather get the win on two than the push on two. Plus, this will be available uh, in game. So if we can get through uh, a scoreless fifteen or twenty minute block, um, we can make some money off of this bet as well. And then one game in Major League Baseball. I'm not a big Dylan Bundy fan, and he moves around a lot. He went from Baltimore to the Angels. Now he makes his first start. Minnesota tonight. I thought Chris Flexen showed great improvement last year. I took Flexen first five plus 105 tonight against Bundy. Yeah, you know, you mentioned it. We talked about this game earlier. I was on a little bit opposite side of you here with Bundy, but uh, I don't think it's a bad play when you look at Flexen and what he's capable of doing. Well, look, I'm kicking myself. I didn't take Robbie Ray as a dog on opening night in Minneapolis. That was a shock. We, we both thought he'd be a 110 favorite, 115 favorite, and he was plus 105 there. I didn't get it. It's been a, it's been a closely contested series so far. So one unit there and two unit on the soccer play. Uh, let's continue to talk about soccer because there was a terrific match in England yesterday at Man City. Um, I ended up cashing. I took Liverpool plus a half goal. I, once you get tied late, you know, Man City still with a point lead now with seven games remaining for both teams. But fantastic action. A ton of skill on both sides and a very entertaining match. I thought Mara should have scored late for City. He had a great opportunity. The one he tried to chip and went yeah. too high? Yeah, went a little bit high yeah. there. Did you think the Raheem Sterling goal was offsides? I did. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, I, I absolutely did. Well, because you had a Liverpool ticket. I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now. You can't be unbiased. I mean, like, I can look at a situation and sit there and say, listen, if Ohio State's playing somebody, the other side's a better team. No, I mean, the I, VAR I, lasted three seconds. Did you see that? They, they, had, they had it waved off before they could say the VAR was looking at it. I, I'm going to tell you right now, to me, it wasn't as clear cut as you made it out to be. I thought it was, a, I thought the second base call, him being safe, was clear cut. No, you were right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I thought when you look at it, they were playing such a high line yesterday, Liverpool defensively. They got beat a couple of times. Um, it was surprising to me how they were approaching it, but give them a ton of credit. Uh, Sadio Mane with that quick goal in the second half what to get things pass, level. Oh, it was unbelievable. He's so skilled, Salah. I mean, what he does with the ball is like wizardry. Mo Salah right now <laughs> is probably the best dribbler of the ball in the world with speed when moving up the pitch. He, he is really unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the, the goal, the second goal that put Man City up 2-1, about 38 yeah. minutes into the game, um, Jesus, was that yeah. Jesus' goal? It, to, to my naked eye, looked offsides just because everybody else wandered offsides. I didn't even know he was back there. So when they kicked it, I thought it had to be offsides. It wasn't. It, it wasn't, and it was close because you and, see four Manchester City guys. He had a small window to beat Allison. Allison came right at him. He had to hit it right under the top shelf there. You know, it's amazing. You look at the two goaltenders in this matchup, both Brazilians. Yeah. You just never get the elite goaltending from Brazil in the World Cup. Uh, but you got two of the best keepers in the world going in that match. You know, Allison had a terrible year two yeah. years ago, whatever it was, and he's really bounced back. I thought yesterday Allison was better, the better of the two goaltenders. I agree. I mean, the first goal, the De Bruyne goal, it's a deflection. He can't do anything about no. that. But Man City was so quick off the whistles of restarting play, it looked like they got the jump on Liverpool about three times. Yeah, and I tell you what, uh, this is going to be a terrific matchup. We've got an FA Cup matchup coming with Saturday, these two teams Saturday. Yeah, it'll be a good one in the oh. semifinals there. And then potentially... Can you imagine if this is the game at Wembley? Because are they going to reschedule where the Champions League final is? Has that been determined where the location is going to be? They haven't said yet. If you have that in London between Manchester City and Liverpool, for all the marbles, this would be unbelievable. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Champions League uh, now because tomorrow we have two big matches, and we talked about this. Did you see Thomas Teichel's comments after Chelsea's six nothing win on Saturday? I did not. 
He said, no one should expect that we'll advance going to Real Madrid. It's almost impossible for us to win that match by two goals to even force uh, extra time. And the odds reflect it. Real Madrid, minus $13 to advance. Chelsea, plus $8. Well, you know, look, first of all, I thought they gave up two goals. Uh, Mendy made a terrible play. Benzema took advantage of it, did a terrific job. Remember, people forget Benzema. This guy is still an elite-level player. You know, he had been off the French national team for six years, so people have forgotten about him because France has had so many players during their golden mm-hmm. generation come up. But Benzema is an elite-level player now. It has been for a long, long time. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, but for whatever reason, the uh, Chelsea defense this year has not been as good as what we saw in the Champions League last year. The other match, which very interesting, Bayern, who went to Spain and got shut out, you know that's their first road loss in Champions League in nine years? First road loss for Bayern? Now they go back home to Germany, down down a goal, but still favored. Minus $3 to advance, plus 250 on the Yellow Submarine. I, I think they're going to advance. I don't would think you lay this price, $3? I, I would. Now, my only concern is if you wind up in PKs, can you advance in that particular spot? But I think this team will be able to get on the score sheet twice. I think they'll find a way through. One of the worst performances offensively, from a goal-scoring standpoint from Byron in a long time, I, I think they move on. Just too talented, too good of a team. Let's take a look at the Champions League. God. Overall, to win Champions League, you mentioned the two English teams. Man City, plus 175. Liverpool, plus 190. Byron, even though they dropped the first match at plus 450. Real Madrid's interesting because if you think they're going to advance, they're into the Final Four already at plus 650. Yeah, but I don't look. I, I don't understand why it's a foregone conclusion. Look, if Chelsea... Are you taking the $8 with Chelsea? No, I'm not, look, I'm not saying that they're going to win. Is it priced appropriately? It is. I, I think they've got a shot. I don't think it's a bad one to take a small bet on to take a shot with them. Because if you get into a situation where you get a goal in the first half and you put pressure on Real Madrid in that situation, you get things level. Who knows what happens in the extra time, potentially in the PKs. Mendy's still an elite goaltender, just had a bad game. I, I think this team can figure a way through. Now, on the other side, uh, Thibaut Courtois He's an elite-level goaltender, one of the best in the world, so you are going to be challenged if you're looking at it from a Chelsea standpoint. But I don't think you can completely discount them. It's not like they're down three. And look, I always still point back to the game at Anfield a few years ago against Barcelona. Everybody had written it off. Everybody had Barcelona uh, Barcelona moving on, and then we saw the fa- uh, fabulous game that Liverpool had. All right, let's move to the NHL. One game on the ice tonight, Amal. Jets at the Canadians. Jets uh, beat Ottawa at home last night in Winnipeg. Now they move to Montreal. That was a 4-3 victory. I have Comrie against Montembleau listed. Is that what you have as well? I, I do, and I expect Comrie to play. Hellebuck played last night, made a couple of terrific saves down the stretch in that game uh, against Ottawa. Kachuk had two power play goals that got Ottawa back in that game, and I think you're going to see uh, this Winnipeg team uh, in a tougher spot here. They got a power play goal due to uh, too many men on the ice for the Senators in that one, gave them the lead, and they never relinquished it. But uh, probably look at the Canadians here at this price at plus 105 at home. A total six and a half here, juice to the over. Might get to seven with the two backup goalies. This is a pass for me. I don't see any motivation uh, really for either team here other than to avoid injuries tonight. I want to talk about the, the race in the West, though, Amal. Yeah. To me, the only things that's decided really is Calgary's going to win the win the Pacific and Colorado's going to win the Central. Interesting now as you look down, second and third in the Central tied between um, the Wild and the Blues, both 94. Blues got a big overtime win over the Wild on Friday night in St. Louis. They were down 3-1 in the third. Yeah, came back. And by the way, I think up until that point, Minnesota was 28-0-2 in terms of when they had a lead going into the third period. 
Rare to see them relinquish a lead like that. Now, in the in the Pacific, I said Calgary 97, Edmonton's playing great. They're at 90. The Kings are at 86 in the third spot. Then you get to the wild cards. Currently, Nashville, 87 with 10 to go. Dallas is 86 with 10 to go. VGK has 84 with 9 to go. The Kings at 86 with only 8 to go. I think VGK has a better shot of catching the Kings than they do of catching the Predators or the Stars. I would agree with you there, but if you're going to include Vancouver in that at 80 points, and I think you've got to include Winnipeg, who's at 79 points, they can potentially get two points tonight against Montreal here and make this thing uh, even more interesting down the stretch. When we talk about the West, who's coming out of the West from the playoff perspective to make the finals, are you still looking at Colorado? No, I, I told you before, I think Calgary's got a great shot. I think the Flames are being discounted now. Their odds have changed drastically at 3.5 to 1. The Avalanche are a team that have to prove it to me in the postseason. We, we talk about these. These are different sports when you get to the playoffs. And can Colorado win in more defensive style against opponents that I, are going to play defense? When I look at this list, I draw a line through the Golden Knights. What a joke at 10-1. to 1. What I, an absolute joke. I know the Oilers are playing well, but where are you going to get the goaltending? Oh, I don't believe, oh, my God, it's terrible. Smith or Koskinen. I'd rather go... I'd rather take a shot with the Blues or the Stars there than any of the three through through six choices. Well, what gives you any confidence in the Blues? I yeah, mean, to I me, I would look at the Stars or the Preds before that. Ottinger's been terrific for the Stars here. Nashville will play defense. Nashville, it feels like every playoff game for them, it's going to come down to it's 2-2. Who gets that goal to win 3-2? Don't count out Ville Husso. Ville Husso is still to be heard from here. They might get the two seed there and, and host the Wild. Thanks for tuning in today. Stay tuned. Up next, it's Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.